bow your heads. Let's be in agreement as we start service that we're going to accomplish some spiritual things today. Father, we thank you this morning, Lord, that we can come into your presence. Lord, that you would speak to us, that you would move in our midst today. Father, I pray that we would accomplish kingdom business. Lord, your plans, your purposes, your pursuits, your desires today. Lord, we humbly submit ourselves before you and to you this morning. God, we ask that you would come, inhabit our praises. Lord, that you would move among us. We lift you up. We dedicate this service to you. This time is yours. We thank you. In Jesus' name, amen.
sing that with some attitude. Oh, my Jesus, oh, nobody like you.
Jesus.
Father, this morning we lift up and exalt the name of Jesus, the name above every name. And we declare you're worthy to receive all glory, all honor, and all power this morning. You are good, and your mercy endures forever. So, Father, we thank you for the presence of the Holy Spirit, and we invite you, Spirit of truth, to lead and guide us into truth this day. In Jesus' name, and all God's people said, Amen. We have quite a few announcements this morning, so hang with me. I'll try to keep it concise. This Tuesday night at 6 o'clock here is Patriots United. This Wednesday night at 7 o'clock here is our midweek service. We've been having a short teaching and then prayer. Next Sunday from 4 to 7 is ladies' night. That's a night for fun, fellowship, and food. So we need to have a count. If you're planning on attending, there's a sign-up sheet in the back. Um, So make sure you get signed up for that if you can attend that. Then last week when Mike Plain was here on Saturday morning, we had a a leadership meeting with him in the morning for people that are in current positions of leadership in the church, different departments and stuff like that. Well, one reason we brought Mike Plain is because we need to get organized for the future. And so we're endeavoring to do that. So on um, Sunday, February 5th, we are going to have another meeting, a leadership meeting, Right after church, we will feed you, we will provide some uh, child care, but this isn't just for the ones that are in current leadership. We want people that are interested in getting involved in the church or different positions like that. Um, you're welcome to attend. We would like you to attend. That is Sunday, February 5th, right after church, and there's also a sign-up sheet in the back because... Again, we need a count so we know how much food to order. So I appreciate that. Then one other thing is uh, your financial record giving receipts are ready, and we will hand them out after church. Mary Jane and PJ will have those, so make sure you get those. Um, the way we do that is that your offering envelope goes to, we have an accounting firm, and it goes to them, and they take all the information off of that. And then they prepare these for us. And they really do a good job. But once in a while, there's a few discrepancies or questions. So if you have a question or something doesn't seem right, come talk to me about that. But we can get that all straightened out. But usually it's not a problem. So we'll receive this morning's tithes and offerings as we do that. Um, Let me remind you, make sure you fill this out accurately and legibly because that helps the accountant's office. And we want to thank you last week. Mike Plain left here blessed. Um, We sent him away with an honorarium of $4,000. That is great. And the nice thing about him, if you understand the principles of sowing and reaping, when you sow, you want to sow into good ground that continues to produce. And he told us when he receives a good, sufficient offering like that, what he uses part of that for is he goes to small churches that can't pay him. And so he uses that money then and passes that on to them. So as you give to somebody like him, it's continuing to produce for the kingdom of God. And we thank you for that. So ushers, you can go ahead and receive this morning's tithes and offerings.
Amen. Amen. We have a specific purpose for this morning's service. And <clears throat> I learned decades ago when I was taught this when I went to Bible school and Dr. Hagen used to say, there, there's a purpose for every time we meet. And, and it's important that we define the purpose. And, and so this morning's going to be a little bit different. And for people that are gone today, we're going to have to make sure we get the information to them. And if you see them, um, people that, that belong here on Sunday morning, please let them know. And we'll get that information to them. This, this, these are a few sayings that Mike Plain shared with us, and I just want to repeat them. Things will never be like it was. Okay? The next 8 to 10 years will be more difficult in our culture, and leaders are really going to have to step up. The church's leadership is spiritual. I like that. It's about who you are in Christ. When you know who you are, you will know what to do. God has called us to Harvest Church to be prepared. Everyone say, be prepared. Here's a, this, I thought this was very good. Our, our, our anxiety is the result of being less prepared. But if the church is prepared, there'll be less anxiety. Amen? Here's another one. The diversity of gifts brings and creates the beauty of the family of God. Let me say that again. The diversity of gifts brings and creates the beauty of the family of God. A couple more. Anything significant does not come by convenience, but by sacrifice and commitment. The last one. You, should I not say it? Adversity is where you grow the most. Adversity is where you grow the most. Okay, I've got orders from headquarters. There's headquarters sitting right there. I got 10 minutes, so we're going fast. <coughs> Put up our first slide, please. Now, now, I want you to understand, we're go I'm going to give you, Kathy and I, our role and responsibilities. Then I'm going to give you your role and responsibilities. Is that fair enough? 2023 is going to be a time of preparing and a time of doing. Say preparing and doing. So... This is, this is our role and responsibilities. Number one, emphasize the lordship of Jesus Christ and implement God's plan and purpose for Harvest Church. So it, it is our role, our responsibility to make Jesus number one here. That's it. Okay. And then the next one is marshal the forces by encouraging and empowering you to find your place in the body of Christ to function in your gifts and work together as a team. First Chronicles chapter 12 says there was a tribe named Ishakar that had understanding of the times to know what Israel should do. Well, as leaders, we should know what to do. If I stand up here and I don't have a clue what to do, I'm not a good leader. Bottom line. Amen. Here's another translation. These leaders... 
tribe of Ishakar, knew what Israel should do and the best time to do it. I like that. Then the word marshal of forces was given to me September 6th as I sat back there one morning praying. And that means to arrange troops, things, ideas, and order. The Apostle Paul in Colossians 2 verse 5 said this. He said, for though I am away from you in body, yet I am with you in spirit, delighted. Say delighted. At the sight of your standing shoulder to soldier, shoulder to shoulder in such orderly array and the firmness and the solid front and steadfastness of your faith in Christ. So Paul derived joy from the church being in order. Last week, or Mike Plain was here, he talked about we're going to have more joy as leaders. You better agree with that. But what's going to bring more joy to Kathy and I is when your life is in order. And you come to this church in order, your family's in order, then we come together corporately in order. And that's one way Jesus is going to be glorified. We want to encourage you and empower you to find your place in the body, function in your gifts, and work together as a team. I'll give you one more scripture in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 10. It says, Now I plead with you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you all speak the same thing. You see, these things are going to bring your leadership joy. Speak the same things. There'll be no divisions among you that you be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. That's a good scripture. Amen. Now, that's our role. You know, for me to boil it down took me all week. but Because I tend to, I get too much. You're not the only one, Nate. I can just go off and tangents. Here's your role. Say, this is my role. These are my responsibilities. Number one, know God intimately. Say, know God intimately. The Apostle Paul said that I might know him and the power of his resurrection. This year, you need to get to know Jesus more intimately. I'm glad you're all excited. You've got to get to know our Lord and Savior more intimately. Number two, you need to know your gifts and purpose. I don't know what to do. Guess what? We'll help you. That's part of this morning's purpose. Romans 12, 6 says, Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them. Look at your neighbor and say, you're really different. Number three, and you can look up here and say, he's really different. I've been called eccentric. I thought that, I took that. I like that. Number three, you're going to have to know your leaders. 1 Thessalonians 5.12 says, And we urge you, brethren, to recognize or to know those who labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish, instruct, and warn you and to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake. Work's sake. Be at peace among yourself. That word in the Greek, no, means this. And this, this is referring how to, how to recognize your leadership, how to know your leaders. But you know what? On the other flip side, Kathy and I need to know you. If we don't know you, how can we plug you in where you need to be? So I want to get to know some of you I know. Amen. But some of you as new people, I have to get to know you by the Spirit. Amen? 
Ephesians 4, 1 through 3 says, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you to walk worthy of the calling with which you were called, with all loneliness, gentleness, with longsuffering, bearing with one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit of peace. So you've got to know God intimately this year. You need to discern your gifts. You need to get to know your leadership. And you've got to get to know each other. As we get new people in the church, you have to get to know them. Don't be a bump in the log or bump on the road. Amen? We don't want bumps here. If you're going down the highway and you have one of those safety bump things, like in front of Hobby Lobby, I've gone over those things. I don't want you to be like that here. Smooth. Say smooth. Say smooth operator. Remember that song? No, you don't even know. How many remember that song? <laughs> Amen. So, very simple. You get it? Okay. Was that that was less than ten minutes? Okay, I made you happy today. So you got to find your gift. My gift is keeping things in. Okay, to scare him. Yes, that's anyway. So one of the things we want to do, and we have done this years ago, a couple different times. We haven't done it for a long time. Usually, at least once a year, we kind of go through and reorganize our, we call it the ministry of helps, people that are here to help. That's what we're all called to do is help one another. And we reorganize that. So if you want to get do something different than what you're doing or get involved or whatever, we will give you that opportunity. We It says to pray for laborers. We always need more laborers. We need more laborers here. But we want you to function where you function best, where you function where you're satisfied, you're happy, you're fulfilled, because that's the way it works the best. Now, um, we'll get into that, but there's a, there's a test, and don't freak out over the word test, but it's a, a thing that we're going to give you today. And if you do not want to do this, if you do not want to, you know, that's fine. We're not going to sign. If you want to resist change, it's all right. Yeah, <laughs> right. But we're not going to make you sign on the dotted line. This is a, a thing that goes through and it kind of evaluates the gifts in your life. And and there's different things. You've all heard different personality types. There's type A's and there's whatever. And then there's there's different gifts and callings. But this is talking about motivational gifts. My Bible talks about and it calls it creation gifts. Every person is endowed with some gifts that God gave them from the point of creation. And if you understand those gifts, it helps you to understand yourself. It helps people to understand if, you know, if I understand why somebody is the way they are, it, it helps me. It helps my attitude a lot of times. So we're going to ask you to do that. A couple things I want to bring to your attention and you don't need to turn there. In Mark chapter 6, you can read these sometime on your own. And you've all pretty much read this scripture. In Starting in verse 30, it talks about where Jesus fed the 5,000. And what he did was he took his, he found out how many loaves, how many fishes they had. And he took his disciples and he made them, there were about 5,000 men. So that's not even the women and children. And he made them organize and sit in groups of 50. So it was organized. And then the miracle took place. He organized for a miracle. 
So that's kind of where we are. We want to get ourselves and get more organized, get a little better prepared and more organized. So that's one of the things we're doing. And then in Romans 12, this is what this test is taking, has been taken from. In Romans 12, I'll read it to you. And you understand that we are one body. We are one body at Harvest Church, but we are one body corporately with the church worldwide. But we are members individually, and we have to learn how to function. Your hand has to learn how to function with your head sometimes, okay? And we have to learn to do that. And there's different ones. It says, so, um, I'll just start in verse 3. It says, for I say through the grace given to me to everyone who is among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think because I'm the head, I'm better than anybody else. That's not true. But to think soberly as God has dealt to each one of us a measure of faith. For as we have many members in one body, but all members do not have the same function. So we being many are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. We are not here for titles. We are not here for accolades. We are here to function as the way God wants us to function. So it goes on. It says, having then gifts differing according to the grace that he's given to us, let us use them. And that's what we're endeavoring to do. Get everybody in position so they can use, grow and use the gifts God's given them. If prophecy, let us prophesy. Now, you have to understand there are different terms and they're used different ways throughout the Bible. Prophecy here is not getting up and giving a prophecy or being a prophet. There's here it says my Bible says prophecy refers to either though to those whose creation gift from the father enables them to view all of life with a special ongoing prophetic insight independent of public office or special use by the spirit given giving prophecies or to the manifestation of public prophecy. Prophecy. In other words, it's not for public prophecy. It's for people that can see the whole picture kind of thing. And when you can see the whole picture, then you can help get things lined up in, in order. So, so then gifts differing according to the grace. If prophecy, let us prophesy in proportion to our faith or ministry. That's referring to serving to ministry. Let us use our ministering to he who teaches in teaching here again, people, a lot of times I have a teaching gift and they think that means they're supposed to be in the pulpit every week. We need teachers in children's ministry. We need teachers in other areas. And so don't get locked into that one thought. In teaching, he who exhorts in exhortation, he who gives with liberality, he who leads with diligence, and he who shows mercy with cheerfulness. So what we've, we're going to do today, and like I said, this isn't going to lock you into anything specifically, but we're going to hand these out. And we would like you to fill them out because it will help us get to know you, and it helps you get to know you, and it helps you get other people get to know you. And so... We've got pens. We're going to hand these out. We ask that you do this. I think some people aren't going to like it, but most people would enjoy it because it's just what you do. So I'm going to give you directions. They're going to hand these out, and you get a pen if you don't have a pen. And the thing is, do not turn them over and be a cheater and look at the backside, okay? You're going to fill this out. All you have to do is read each question in a block and rate yourself. One, I never like that. Two, I'm seldom like that. Three, I'm often like that. Or four, I'm always like that. 
and you rate those, and there's no right or there's no wrong. The only, really, the only wrong thing is that you try to figure it out and be who you think you want to be. Just be who you are. Don't overanalyze. Just take the initial reaction, this is me or this is not me, and fill that out. Once you have all those blocks numbered, then go down the red and total your number. Go down the orange and total your number, and so on. Once you get that all totaled, then you can turn the page. And on the back, it gives you a description of each one of those gifts. And you, we want you to fill out the one, that you're, that your top three. Okay? Everybody follow me so far? If you have questions, you can ask. Once you get that filled out, then you have this little one. And we want you to put your name on that, if you would, please, and give your top three gifts. This will go into the offering basket. The ushers will collect that so that we kind of can see and know where you're at and, and who we have and, and where you fun- would function well. And then after you do that, you can look through these and read. You can keep this, and it kind of gives you... Um, it gives a description of the gift, of the description of your gift, of your strengths. It also gives your pitfalls, your weaknesses, how to do it right. And then it gives you a biblical example of the person that functions in that, that same gift. So are we all clear? This should not take long unless you overanalyze everything. Don't overanalyze. So the ushers or Kaylee or some ushers are going to hand these out. There should be enough for everybody. The ushers have pens. We're going to give you five minutes, maybe 10 tops. Okay. So don't take a long time. Do that. Fill it out. If you have questions, ask us. Some of you I know. And you know what? Through the years, I think I've changed some. Some of it's out of necessity. I've just learned to do some things because they had to be done. But I'll be quiet and let you fill that out.
give you a couple more minutes. Yes. Then uh, fill it in here. So oh, if highest, highest number. number, if this is your highest number, okay. then put it in there. So once you have your numbers totaled at the bottom, then turn to the second page and fill that top gifts in. So if your highest number is the orange, then your top gift would be serving. Yeah, you can write the number right next to this, if you would like, all the way down. And then pick the top three and fill them in where it says top gifts. Then when you have that completed, would you take the little sheet and put your name on it and list those top three gifts and we'll pick those up in a minute yes what okay so I got one two three four threes well then put um, four threes I have two fours put this this and this put the threes in here and then put number four and put they're all threes so you put prophecy serving teaching and then put leading right there and then give that to me here. Or wait, no. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I read that. Yeah, put those two first. Put one and two. And then put, um, and put. you might put a thing and put, you were four on both of those. And then put the three that you were, yeah, just list them there. Okay. You can mostly for this and. If you have, if you're tied, Tony had a lot of numbers that she rated the same in. So um, on on your sheet, just put like, put them together. Number, if you get rated four points in number one, then just put those two as your first ones, and then three points or whatever in the next. We'll figure it out. Are we all about done? Is there anybody? We'll give you a minute or two more. Through the years, we have found that this is a very working church. I have told Mike that if we ever want everybody in a service, we just call a work night. Because many churches are just the opposite. But if we have a work night, 
everybody shows up. And I love that because this is just a roll up your sleeves and get it done church. And I told Mike Plain, my favorite year of all ministry was 2019, the year of the flood, because everybody just rolled up their sleeves, got together, and we got it done. And it was just brought so much joy to my life. And so that's the thing when we work together. It brings peace and it brings joy. And that's why we want to help you know when you roll up your sleeves and work with people, you get to know those people better than just sitting next to them in church 52 Sundays out of the year. So that's what, and a lot of times if you don't understand your gift, working together and finding that gift and using that gift will help you develop the gifts within you. So that's what we're endeavoring to do. So um, we're going to have the ushers go around. All we need is that you put this in the basket. You get to keep this. You can study it. Go to Romans 12 this week if you have time. Yeah, put the paper clip on this. Please. What? Yes, give the pens back, the paper clips back, and these little sheets, you get to keep the big sheet. Now, in the next few weeks, we're going to be talking about different needs that we have within the church, different things to do. We have a few different things we need to develop and develop better. And so we're going to have some new opportunities. And so we'll, the next couple weeks, we'll be doing that. And we appreciate all that you do. Do you have anything else? My high point was not mercy. (laughs) <laughs> that's good. I had I had it I was as we went through this in the during the week I was trying to figure some people out I think Eileen Jorgensen's yours is probably mercy isn't it you don't know yeah I I've known Eileen for Elaine. Ye, Elaine I'm sorry for years and years and she had our boys in school and she was always so merciful they needed <laughs> she it. needed to be with our boys so it's just interesting how different people function. And yeah, mine how is... many of it was the first time you ever took a test like that? Let me see your hands. Okay. Were you surprised? What was yours, Brian? Yeah. Giving. Yeah. That was mine too. You'll find... Now, this is the thing, interesting thing. If you go back to the other page and you read it, Somebody comes in the church, falls down, spills all their food. Prophetic personality would say, clean it up, get in there. Merciful would say, let me, oh, I've got to help you. Do you see the difference? Now do you understand why churches, you can have conflict? Do you get that? You could have strife, potential strife, because different personalities are motivated. That's what we want to help you understand this year, how you're motivated. Amen. Anything else? Now, for the people that weren't here today, because we've got quite a few gone, how do you want to do we'll that? We'll figure it out and get it to them. Okay. See, she just... <laughs> Amen. Let's stand up. Say, well, that was, that was different. Well, listen, folks. It's part of marshalling the forces. And the Holy Ghost knows we've got to do that. If we're going to be effective as a church body, we've got to learn to work together. Amen. And 
the love of God will overlook personality quirks. I've been here a long time and you've overlooked mine. You've overlooked Dave's. <laughs> Do you get it? Amen. Is there anyone here today you need prayer for your physical body? I don't want to be insensitive to if you're sick. You look pretty healthy to me. Your toes and your left foot, what's wrong? Which, which foot is it? You got a toe issue, don't you? Come here, pray. let's pray. He's been soaking his toe every night. Isn't that interesting? Oh, well, lighten up, Lucille. Put your, put your hand down there. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we loose healing upon these toes. We bind up all inflammation in the name of Jesus and pain. We thank you for full supernatural recovery in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You've got to have good toes if you're going to be a soccer. For what? Riggs is his name. Kathy and I went down. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I doing something? What do you want? For? Okay. Father, we bind up all viruses and congestion and loose healing upon Micah right now. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Kathy and I <clears throat> went down to Platt Center last night for a, a benefit. Her cousin's grandson, his name's Riggs, was diagnosed with leukemia. He's five, five or six, and is going to have to take chemo for a year and a half. And uh, so let's get into agreement. I don't know where her family's at or where they're at spiritually, but it doesn't make any difference. Father, in the name of Jesus, we lift up rigs to you. We thank you, Father, for your goodness and mercy. Healing is the children's bread. He's your child. We curse every cancer cell in Riggs's body in the name of Jesus. We command his body to function normally as God ordained it to. For you sent your word to heal Riggs and deliver him. Give the doctors insight, wisdom in treating him effectively in the name of Jesus. We take authority over the spirit of fear and lose peace and faith. And Lord, we pray for every member of the family. If they do not know Jesus, may their hearts be softened to the gospel and labors be loosed into their pathway in this hour. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Father. Amen. 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 Anything else? Amen. Well, God bless you. You're out early. You can beat the Baptist Perkins. God. Amen. <laughs>